I feel that, and I'm going to compare you to my daughter because you are so close in age. My daughter now is 18 and I feel that um, I've had 18 years to teach her responsibility and I trust my daughter and I feel that at this point, I don't want access to her bank account or passwords. I need to trust that that my daughter is going to make the right decisions until the day comes that God forbid she doesn't. Then it's a different story. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I'm your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we've got another great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to email us a question, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, what's new? What's going on with the family? Uh, same old. You know, we're uh, taking it one day at a time. I have to tell you, though, that we had a little incident this week. Um... So I've been, my daughter and I have been going for laser hair removal for, when I tell you, years now. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I've done it. You know, they say, oh, it's only six to ten sessions. That's a crock of bull. Uh, yeah, it really depends. It depends how thick and dark your hair is. It really Yeah, does. and also depends on how young you are, how you're hormonally, how mm-hmm. you are, and all that. It all, it all plays a factor. And then on top of it, you can't go if you're tan. Yep. So you can't go during the summertime. You can't go until two months after you come back from your vacation. So, you know, the process turns into years. Let's leave it yeah. at that. Mm-hmm. So my daughter and I have been going for years. And I have to tell you um, that we did go on vacation, but we waited over two months. I want to say maybe like two and a half months mm-hmm. to go back. And my daughter went back, and I have to tell you, um, I don't know what happened. Like, literally, she got burned. Mm. Both of her legs got burned. And we were both in shock. She she said that as it was as they were doing it, she didn't feel like any more pain than usual. Right. That the pain came on, like, after she got into the car and started driving home, she started feeling it. And then she came home and saw, like, I mean, the marks were horrible. When I tell you the marks were horrible, like I got marks, scared. Right? Yeah. yeah. I got scared. And um, she was in a lot of pain. We tried putting her in, like, a cool bath, but it actually hurt her even more. The oh. only thing that helped was actually putting ice packs on her legs. Yeah. And... um. It was unexplanatory. They, the people there couldn't even explain why it happened. Like, the settings were the same. So, it's a mystery. Let's put it that way. But I was really upset because, you know, you know, now she's got these burns. It's going to take a while to heal. I ended up taking her to the burn unit, believe it or not, yeah. at the hospital to see if they could suggest anything or give her any other medication or creams to put on. And... um. You know, I just, I felt bad for her. I feel bad because it's summertime. We're supposed to be going on vacation again. You know, if she puts on a pair of shorts, we got to make sure that she puts a lot of sunscreen on. If she's even able to put on shorts because the marks are so bad right now. So everything is up in the air. It just sucks for her. I feel bad for her because as a mom, you want to do everything to protect your child and, and help them not be upset. And it's like, I'm stuck because there's nothing more I can do for her. Mm -hmm. So I just feel bad, basically. That's where I'm at. Any suggestions? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I mean, I've I've done laser hair removal, and we talked about this off air a little, and I know it actually was a different laser, and it was same thing of I had been a bunch of times, never really had this problem, and but while it was happening for me, it did like hurt more than usual, and I remember mm-hmm. being like, why does it hurt more? But it was middle of winter, yeah, wasn't tan, like I knew all the rules, right? And it was in areas I had already gotten it like six, seven times, and yeah, but then it was like after I started to see like the marks, and there was like these circular like dark marks. And I just remember, not only was I mad about the marks, but I remember I had just started like dating someone oh, for a boy. couple months. <laughs> and so it was this thing I was like, you know, I'll be honest, like we haven't like hit that point yet. Like he hadn't seen me with my clothes on. But then I get this laser hair removal and then I have all these dark marks that are like all along my bikini line. And I'm sitting there being like, man, and I thought like, oh, great timing. I'll get another session. In, you yeah. know what I mean? Like be yeah. like, okay, this is great. And then I was like, oh my God, like the last thing I yeah. want to do is be in a bathing suit or have anybody see me naked. Like, yeah, I was like, the like worst, it sucks. Worst timing. Because I had to face like, I was like, how do I, should I tell this person? Should I just not say anything? Like mm-hmm. very weird. But it's, it, it's tough. Mine stayed a long time. I had them like, uh, I did my underarms too. Yeah. And I had them a few there. Those surprisingly went away quicker. And I, and I don't know why. And it was, I talked to the technician because they, one thing they asked me was like, were you on antibiotics? And I was like, I was on an antibiotic like a month ago for like yeah. four days. Like yeah, not no. a heavy dose at all. That was the thing. Like my daughter has not been on antibiotics. She's not on any medication. And I, I just put it this way. There's no explanation for it. None mm-hmm. whatsoever. I mean, I feel her pain. It's it sucks because laser hair removal can be so great. I know, but like, yeah, then when something when anything goes wrong, really with your skin, it's just such a like, it, it's it's just so hard to fix, or it's it's always hard to fix too because it takes a lot of time to fix. Yeah. So even though like my marks eventually went away, it's like they were still there for like quite some time. Well, you know what it is too. My daughter has very different skin than me. She actually probably has closer to your skin. Yeah, like the more darker skin. skin and she scars really, really bad. Yeah, like she gets really bad hyperpigmentation. Yes. So do I. Like if I slightly pick a pimple, yes. it'll be a dark mark. That's Sophia. And even if I don't pick it that bad, but then, and the dark mark will be there though for like months. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my daughter. And I'm just afraid that, God forbid, like she's a picker too. Like, yeah, I am too. It's a bad she habit. She just, and I'm like, don't touch your legs. Don't touch your legs. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, yeah. now she's at the phase that they're getting a little itchy, which I know itch is good because that means it's healing. But at the same time, don't you dare itch your legs yeah. because I don't need you to scar. Like, it's tough. It's so, so tough. And I wish there was more I could do for her. But, you know, we're taking it one day at a time. I'm just really upset for her. Well, you know, I, well, also because of my skin, I've never really had bad sunburns. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know this. My friend who's in nursing school, she always like will get burned if like the first time, whatever, even if she wears sunscreen. But she was like Aquaphor, like over the counter Aquaphor. She was like, they get, they put that on burn victims. Yeah. Like in hospitals. So she was like, if you ever have any type of burn, she's like, slather that on as much as you can. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. Like it's it'll help so your true. skin like not peel. Yeah. So it's funny because um back in the day when I was working in the hospital, Many moons ago, <laughs> I did work at um, the hospital, the burn ho- St. Barnabas, which is mm-hmm. the the burn hospital. And I remember that, yes, they used to slather on like Aquaphor. But I have to tell you, when I took my daughter this time to the burn unit, they told me to put on um, the cocoa butter. Like pure cocoa butter pure, or like cocoa butter lotion? Like, like the lotion, like the, the Palmer's cocoa butter. Yeah. And... Um, 
for my daughter, it's actually working better because it, it absorbs into her skin. Yeah. Where I feel like Aquaphor is more for patients that have like those burns that they can't move. Yeah. Because it kind of protects the skin. But my daughter is moving around. Like Aquaphor doesn't really get into that skin. Like it just sits there. Mm-hmm. Where the cocoa butter is getting absorbed, and I'm starting to see that the healing process is really starting to kick in now. Yeah, I've had to use Aquaphor for certain things, but it's always like, or like, um, I don't know if you've ever done the trick of like putting like Vaseline or Aquaphor or something on like your heels mm-hmm. when you have like the cracked heels. Yeah. But then it's like put socks over it. Exactly. So it like holds it and it mm-hmm. will like eventually kind of absorb it, but it takes so long. Yeah. Because that's the thing that I find tough putting on any lotion of like, you want to put it on like right after you get out of the shower, right? Like your skin will absorb it. But then sometimes there's that thing of like if you put it on too soon before bed and then you feel like you're getting like lotion on your sheets. Uh-huh. It's never a great feeling. Like you're like, no, oh, it's no, not. Well, gross. that's what I'm facing with her because she doesn't like to really sleep with pants. She sleeps in a t- t-shirt and she's been having to sleep with sweatpants because she was putting the Aquaphor on. But it's so sticky with the pants that she's like, I'm not even sleeping good at night. I'm like, this poor child. <laughs> oh. Oh, I feel for her. I mean, I'm glad it's getting better. It's just it's just so scary. It's very scary. Especially that initial like, oh my God, what the hell happened to you? And you've never been burned getting it? Have you um, been okay? Not to that extent, no. No. No, like it looked a little different. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's especially frustrating when there's like, there's no answer to what happened. Exactly. Because you're just like, what did we do? Because you're like, kind of afraid to go back again really yeah well that's 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 exactly how we feel right now Mm. so i don't blame you yeah all right well we did get some emails this week thank you guys so much for emailing in if you want to send us a question it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com that's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com so here's a question called bank account information okay what's up cuz hi i'm a 19 year old female and i've had a pretty rough argument with my parent recently A few days ago, they came up to me and sat down next to me and handed me their phone so that I could put in my bank account password so that they could save it in case they need to take action on my behalf, quote, in case I was seriously injured or something. I trust my parent. I don't think they would sabotage my bank account. I only have like a little bit of money in there anyway. But to this, I said that I didn't want to because I could handle the responsibility when my parent kept telling me to put it in and I kept saying no. I then said that I would write down my password in an envelope and seal it so that they could open it in the very small chance that I do get injured and they need it. To this, my parents started yelling at me for not trusting them and said that I humiliated them and they left the room and decided to storm off, slamming the door. For reference, my parents has also taken my social media, college email, phone, and my normal email passwords as well for safekeeping in case I'm in trouble and they need to access them. Am I wrong for keeping my bank account information private? I feel like they have access to everything that they need. Let me know. Thanks. Um, well, I have an 18 year old daughter and so I could kind of talk on your behalf. I have to be honest. Um, I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I feel that, and I'm going to compare you to my daughter cause you are so close in age. My daughter now is 18 and I feel that, um, I've had 18 years to teach her responsibility and I trust my daughter and I feel that she also has a bank account that she puts her hard-earned money into. And um, at this point, I don't want access to her bank account or passwords. I need to trust that that my daughter is going to make the right decisions until the day comes that, God forbid, she doesn't. Then it's a different story. Um, as far as, God forbid, something happens, 
that's where my daughter, when she turned 18, um, we sat and we got a will for her. And God forbid something does happen to my daughter. Her dad and I have full access to her bank account, her passwords, her medical decisions. But that's, God forbid, something happens. Mm -hmm. Do I need to know her her email password? Do I need to know her bank account password? No, I really don't, nor do I want to, because she needs to become an adult, and she needs to start taking care of herself. Mm -hmm. And it's life. It, it's, it's the reality of life. So personally, I don't think that you're doing anything wrong. That's my opinion. Some parents may feel differently, but in my house, that's the way I raise my children. It's For me, it's another chapter in my child's life of now you're going out into the real world. It's your money. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. um, start learning how to budget. Start learning how to, you know, make sure you have enough money in your bank account. <laughs> it's not my responsibility no more. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I don't. My parents, as close as we are, they don't have any emails or passwords, any passwords to anything that yeah. I have. Like, you know, I mean, granted, I'm 30 now, but I'm like, I remember opening my bank account with my mom. It was after I graduated college because the one I had before was just a checking account that was like a local bank at home. But that was just like, I would get a statement every month that had whatever cash was in. And I had a debit card. Yeah. But then I remember when we opened one after college, there was no point that she like, my name needs to be on the account or like, I need to know your login. Like... It's, it just, it, it does feel fishy and I don't want to like put any blame towards this person's parents, but it, yeah, I would feel like just a little bit violated of like, why do you need to be in this thing and looking in here? You know, I would, I would feel like, um, like my parents didn't trust me. Right. You know, like I would feel that what have I done? See in my house, you're innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. We, we let our kids explore and get out in the world. But they have one get-out-of-jail-free card. If they use it, then there's consequences after that. But um, as far as, first of all, having a bank account and, and having my child want to run it and be responsible for it, that actually makes me happy. That, that makes me feel like I did something right. Mm -hmm. You know, that they're ready to be an adult and be out in the world. So, I don't know. That's how I feel. I don't think she's doing anything wrong. I'm sorry. No, I don't either. And you know what's funny is like, uh, not funny, but I mean, I have friends that like, they're close to their parents, but like they're at a point in their life, like their parents don't know like exactly how much money they make or like all these other like little money things of like what exactly they pay in rent. Like some people they do and some people they don't like, but I understand having that boundary, especially like my friends all live in New York City. So it's like, look, rent is higher here. It's a little bit shocking, you mm -hmm. know, like, uh, I I definitely have lied to uh, my grandparent about how much I paid in rent before because I just knew it would like freak him out if yeah. he said the real amount. And I'm like, yeah. what does it matter? Does he really need to know situation? Um, but I, I think of it like this, like right now you're an individual person, but it's like if this was like you and your husband's account and your parents were like, well, we need the login and password like just in case, I feel like everyone would be like, absolutely not. Like yeah. that's yeah. a violation of mm -hmm. privacy to your marriage. But I'm like, you know, it's also a privacy to an individual person. Yeah. So it's just so funny that sometimes it's like if you looked at things one way or the other, like like in relationships, when someone's not treating someone great and they justify it, the question is always kind of like, okay, like now a friend was treating you this way. Would you stay friends with that person? And the answer is no. No. 
So it's kind of the same thing of like, parent. I don't know. I, I know it's your parents and I think they do mean well, but I, I'm with you. I think hold strong and they don't, they don't need access to it or get a will like you said. Exactly. Like I, I think that at some point you got to cut the cord and start trusting your child. Definitely. But thank you so much for emailing in and um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to send us a question, it's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. That's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. And if you have time to leave us a review on Apple podcasts, it really helps out the show. So please do that. And thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next week. Bye guys. Till next time.